when does present priority take when does present take priority over the future? So now I read I read this story that's saying a, a growing number of, of employers don't care about people having a college degree. They don't care. Because there's labor shortages and people aren't qualifying for these jobs because less and less people are either going to college or graduating college. And they're saying, okay, I want a well-paying career with benefits. These Fortune 500 companies are saying, all right, bro, we, we'll train you. You don't have to have a college degree. We'll train you. You know, we'll give you an apprenticeship program. You know, again, yeah, what, what are they saying? They're saying it's a growing network of white-collar apprenticeships program that leads to job at blue-chip employers, including big tech players like Google, Amazon, and Salesforce. Such programs result in in paid on-the-job training benefits, coaching, and access to employee and alumni networks. Now, I think that this is solving a present issue by creating a future one. That's what I think that is. The concept of having these big companies, you know, train these people without college degrees in apprenticeship programs so that they can have these well-paying careers with benefits. That solves an issue. It solves multiple issues, actually. Mm -hmm. One is these companies are having a hard time finding people. There's a labor shortage in America. Because most people are saying that the whole nine to five thing is just not for me and they're quitting the labor force altogether. Or um, you know, the the pay is not there. And doing what instead? Before you like what are they doing instead? I have no idea. <laughs> I mean what the, but, <laughs> before <laughs> before um I mean, before before the unemployment benefits ran out, I mean, a lot of these people was making more money from the government than they were in their jobs. I hated that. So it was no no incentive to go back to work. So they just quitting their jobs altogether or, you know, again, the, the, the jobs that they were available were, were such low-paying jobs. But I think that that sets up for a future problem of what happens when automation comes. What happens when you don't have skills that can't be taught in an apprenticeship? When you really have to use your mind in terms of problem solving, understanding, again, working with data, understanding data, right? Um, and when I say dialectical thinking, mental models, decision making, risk management, that like. Now, are you assuming that type of stuff won't be taught or. No, because it's skills based hiring. So in apprenticeship, what you're learning is a skill or a trade. So I'm teaching you how to code. I'm not teaching you how to do any of that. Hmm. And you don't think people can learn those other things through learning the, the skill, through learning the trade, through, through the apprenticeship? I think that's a skill within itself. Right, we're talking about designing a mind. Right. So, like, you think somebody could learn that? Or how long does that take to learn? Well, I mean, you said things like how to analyze data and risk management. Like, I think yeah. you can learn those things through uh, 
I think you learn those things through learning the skill, learning the trade, learning, you know. They talking about tapping into alumni networks, coaching, um, mm-hmm. things of that nature. I think you you want to learn it how we learn how to design the mind through, through, through a specific text or something like that. But you can acquire those traits, I would think. Well... Well, here's here's my pushback, right? Do the cost-benefit analysis from a company point of view. I don't need you to learn how to do that. I got people with college degrees already do that. Mm-hmm. So I'm not I'm not teaching you an apprenticeship so that you can come and be a manager. I'm teaching you an apprenticeship so that you can have a job that puts food on the table for your family. Mm-hmm. And... I get I get an employee that can do something that my managers, the people with the college degrees that already know how to do that, aren't doing so that I can free them up to do the decision making. Mm-hmm. What is my incentive to teach you how to do that? Because then I have to pay you more. Right, but I, I don't think I think you can still learn it without them without them actually like you can learn risk management and how to really all of the traits that you just laid out mm-hmm. through like whatever they're teaching you in apprenticeship. How? Trial and error. Like going through the day-to-day of whatever the process of the the skill or yeah, the skill that you're learning. Right. Like if somebody if I were to come in here and, and, and teach somebody the production process, they could they could learn how to do other they could acquire other assets through just learning a production process. No, that's that's true. On but their, on their own, but I wouldn't be. But what I'm what I'm talking about is things. again, when we talk about mental models and decision making. Mm. Those things take years right. to fully integrate, right, into your thinking. Mm. Like, and you know about mental models. How many times when you making decisions have you used one of the mental models? I I use them often. What mental models do you use? Cognition and input, and how to um, change that, change the out, change the outcome through the input. Well, I mean that's that's designed the mind. I'm talking about like mental models, like actual mental models. Okay, so I, I'm. What is a what's an actual mental model? Give me an example. No, like like first principles, like second order thinking. You're saying how often do I use those on the through the through the day to day? Yeah, like no, I'm just like on. in your day to day life. Like when you're when you're making decisions, do you say all right? What's what's the first principle of the, of this decision that I'm making? I don't know if I, I don't know if I say that. Verbatim, but I right and like what's the second order? Like I know you use second order thinking, right? But I'm saying that you're able to do that because you went to college, and college mm-hmm. allows you to do that in a low pressure environment for four years. Mm-hmm. So you came out already knowing not exactly what it's called because you you have used it before. The first principle is nothing like just okay. What let's go back to the genesis of whatever the decision is. 
right? When we always say, okay, how do you do? Let's, let's stop. Before we get into the argument, how you, how do you define this word? That's first principles. Mm-hmm. So you use it all the time, mm-hmm. but because you went to college and that's, you know, if you had any, you know, above average teaching or if you were around just people who, yeah, who didn't thought differently mm-hmm. than you, you had to do that. So if you don't have a college degree, you have to then learn that mm-hmm. against people you that- You can't learn that on the job. Not when you're trying to learn a skill. Right. Um, yeah. Like, it, it's very hard to do both. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so the, the future is in that, in first principles, in second order thinking. Yeah. That's not going anywhere. A robot can't do that. Mm-hmm. A robot can do your trade, can do whatever your apprenticeship is. A robot can do that. Mm-hmm. And I don't, have to, I don't have to worry about labor laws for a robot. I don't have to worry about what a robot is paid. Or no 24 hours. I can run them 24 hours and not pay them nothing because I pay them the upfront cost. And because they're working 24 hours, they're going to produce at a level that you can't produce at because they, you got to take a lunch break. Right. They ain't got to take a lunch break. We just got to we got you got to do Make sure maintenance. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's why I'm saying, okay, it's solving one problem, but it's creating, I think, a bigger problem in the future mm-hmm. where a lot of people are going to say, okay, I'm not going to college. I'm, I'm going to place all my eggs in getting one of these apprenticeships and I get to make a good job working for a company that got the credential. I work for Amazon. I may be making sixty, seventy thousand a year. So I got family what 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 that what what do you say? What do you say? Cause he, he was talking about niggas. What do you say? Where you where you was at? Mm. Formed one ten. A non profit. Okay now Okay, here we go. Meanwhile, I'm reading from the CNN article. Meanwhile, there is heightened interest in closing opportunity and wealth gaps. At the end of at the end of last year, a coalition of CEOs formed 110, a nonprofit aiming to advance the goal of hiring, promoting, and advancing one million black people without four-year degrees into family sustaining careers over the next decade. What does family sustaining mean? I don't mean generational wealth. Right. That means that everybody is stabilized. You're not poor. Mm-hmm. You're able to live a com- you're able to pay your bills and live a comfortable life. They're not teaching you about investing. They're not teaching you how to go from, okay, the, the job does this, but then what do right. I do outside of that? So here's the here's something that I would that I could see put myself in, in the shoes of somebody. I can't actually put myself in the shoes of somebody who doesn't have a four-year degree. Mm-hmm. But if I'm being optimistic, okay, I go to one of these apprenticeships. I'm making, you know, mm-hmm. a decent. They talking about making sixty, seventy. You know, but that ain't what they say. I, I I put that as numbers. Okay, well let's let's use that sixty to eighty, mm-hmm. right? Prior to you know having and creating a family. Mm-hmm. So let's just say I'm I'm in the, I'm in I do the apprenticeship. I'm in a job two or three years before I'm starting to make my family, mm-hmm. like. And so I, I I agree with you on the future issue. Like you don't have the you don't have the foundation for using mental models, first principles, second order thinking. Mm-hmm. You needed to learn. You can learn that. I guess I was saying, okay, you can learn that on the job, but you could learn that. And this is this is what this is why this is why one of the pieces of advice why I fuck with LaKev is you're going to need it when he when he when he, when he start talking to people that's in their upper thirties or forties. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to invest in a coach. 
Yeah. You can learn those things without college. No, you, you can. can go and invest in a coach, and then a coach can teach you about, you know, whatever, you know, investing in and in, in, in so Absolutely. I'm saying I could see somebody going through this apprenticeship and you know, the future problem that's being created, they're able to overcome it because they have the wherewithal to maybe they don't, but the wherewithal, okay, I don't have the foundation of a four year degree. But I have this decent paying job. It might be high paying, I don't know. Right. How do I take okay, all I know is the trade right now. Mm-hmm. Automation on the way. Mm-hmm. But now I'm taking my income and I'm investing in a coach. So now I know how to develop. Now I'm developing the mental models. Now I'm knowing what to do with my money. Now I'm Absolutely. But no, I mean that's how many of those people would Right. That's that's true. That's true. And yeah, I mean, I would maybe maybe it wouldn't be a, a large percentage that would do that. But I go back to the goal of, of, of this, you know, this one, let's just use 110 as an example, but a goal a lot of people have. You're closing opportunity and wealth gaps. I think that, yes, an apprenticeship like that would get people from poor to middle class because you would get people into family sustaining careers, right? Good paying job, benefits. Right, you got health care coverage, right? A lot of people, you know, a lot of poor people don't even have health care. So And they probably have little debt. Right. They didn't go to school. Right. Mm-hmm. That's that's true. But when the opportunity comes to advance beyond that, I'm gonna take the person that's got four years of the skills that I need over you. So then the wealth gap not going down. Right, the wealth gap is not going down and the opportunity gap is not going down because I'm looking in the future. Mm. In the 21st century, in the 22nd century, I'm not going to need anybody to have a trade. Mm. We're going to be having robots come to your house and do your electricity. Mm. I don't need an electrician. I don't need, I don't need, a, I need, I don't need a nigga that changed the oil. You could have it automated. I need a nigga that's going to work the robots. I need niggas in robotics. Mm. And then I need niggas that's going to know how to deploy the robots that we have. I need a nigga that know how to, you know, again, coding and programming is always going to be the top skill. Mm-hmm. But I need somebody that, that understands the decision making that can run the business with the robots. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to get people the opportunity and the wealth. So again, learning a trade, it solves a present problem, but when is, is that enough to take priority over the future problem of, okay, you taking people from, from drowning to their head above water. Right. I'm trying to get them to swim. Right. I'm looking at it saying, I mean, that, that sounds good, but you're talking about a million people over 10 years, 100,000 people a year. A hundred thousand people a year that's getting that's going into family sustaining careers through apprenticeships. Again, so I gotta take it. You don't start off with a family sustaining career. Right? You you start off probably not. You start off getting trained. Yeah. So it's gonna take you a couple years to get trained, right? I, again, I go back to the classic definition of apprenticeship. Where people are apprentices for Seven, eight years. Again, I never forget. I watched a documentary on a famous chef in China. 
He had his son. He had he ran this restaurant. I mean, I'm talking about the food. The food looked immaculate. Mm-hmm. Had his son in a restaurant. He spent ten years learning how to make an egg. Not like you can't get to the rice yet. You you got to learn how to make the egg perfectly. Years. Yeah. What what other mental models was he learning while he was making the egg? Now obviously it's not the same thing, but. The point is, when you're talking about apprenticeship, the way that I look at it, because I have a I have an older definition, you're talking about mastery of one thing. So if I turn you into a master coder, you're not gonna have the you're not gonna have the 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 natural you know like you said trial and error in the mental models. You may be you know especially you taking somebody that's you know if we're saying okay why would you not go to college probably because you can't get in. So you're taking somebody that that's not that doesn't have the natural aptitude maybe to begin with for whatever reasons. Yeah. So we gonna focus you on mastering this one thing. You're not gonna be able to to, to step back and and out of your peripheral and say, okay, I need, I can develop all this other stuff like you said with the with the process with the production process. There's a lot of other things you can learn by proxy, but if you just focus on that one thing, you're not gonna learn them by proxy. So then when I need to go somebody, okay, you know how to do that very well, but this person know how to do the skills that's going to take them there. So I just got to keep you there, and I'm going to just keep giving you 2% raises to match inflation. So you're not really making more money. You're making more money. you making less money. So I'm looking at it like that, where it's like, making less money. right, let's, let's not take our eye off of the future problem. Right. That's all I'm saying.